You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I am joined today by Suzanne Burnett. Hey Suzanne. Hey Delaney. Hey, so we have been in Unit 14 and we are going to continue Unit 14. Today we're talking about Session 3 and it's titled Zephaniah Warn God's People to Repent. As you can imagine, our scripture is in the book of Zephaniah. And as we think about the big idea for this session, we want to remember that the people of Judah rebuilt the temple in Jerusalem under King Joash. When the priest Jehoiada was alive, the people worshipped God. However, when Jehoiada died, King Joash and the people of Judah turned away from God and turned to idols. God sent prophets, including Isaiah, to warn the people of his judgment and ask them to repent. God was patient and merciful with the people of Judah. But he also warned them that their sin would bring his judgment. In this session, we will see how another prophet named Zephaniah was sent from God to tell the people to repent. And the Kids Christ connection for this session is... Zephaniah prophesies about the day of the Lord, a day when God will judge the world for its sin and Jesus Christ will return. Jesus will make everything like new and everyone who trusts in him will be safe. And so Suzanne, if you'll go ahead and highlight some of our activities in our preschool resources and share some helpful tips that would help our teachers as they prepare to teach preschoolers this week. Yes. So before I talk about the activities for preschool this week, can I just say that I am loving this key passage song so much for this unit? I don't know about our listeners. I know for me, it keeps getting stuck in my head. And every time I see the word repent, I'm just like, therefore, repent. It just gets stuck right. in my head. Right. It is it's very catchy. And so, yes. <laughs> yes. I hope, I'm with yeah. you. It is, it is very catchy. And so we hope our teachers are finding it that way as well. And it's probably already stuck in their head again, too. So thank you, Suzanne. Um, all the teachers can thank yeah. you for having that in their um, head. But that's the great thing, right? You're so welcome. We, want, we yes. want the songs to be something that people remember, and especially our kids. So throughout the week, they can um, they remember and to repent, right? And turn from sins. Yes. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So our activities this week for preschool that we want to highlight, our first one is, we actually have two for our younger preschoolers. So there is an activity called Bad News, Good News for Younger Preschool. And so in this activity, the children um, are going to have time to share things that may be bad news or make them sad, and then good news that may make them happy. And so anytime we are asking children to share stories or talk about things that are happening in their life, we just want to be um, a reminder for you to be aware to disclose any abuse or neglect if a child shares a story. We always want to report that to the proper authorities and follow your church's guidelines and the laws where you live. We want to keep our children safe. So if any of that happens, we just want you to be aware of that. 
Also for younger preschool is make a paper key passage phrase heart. And so some things to consider here for this activity, consider having lines drawn, a heart drawn for preschoolers to follow to cut out, or you could pre-cut those before the session. We do recognize that that would make that not a low prep activity because then you would be doing some preparing, but it may help you in the long run to have those hearts pre-cut. Another thing you could do here is consider having a few preschoolers at a time and assist them in cutting out those paper hearts. And for preschool worship, there is a super fun activity, Delany, that I absolutely love, and it's called Enjoy a Snack. And anytime there's a snack, I'm, I'm excited because I love snacks. And so this one is called Enjoy a Snack. And so what the kids are doing is they are going to have a waffle, and they're going to decorate a happy face on that waffle using chocolate chips, blueberries, raspberries, or cereal. And then you can provide them water to drink. So just be aware that there is a food activity this week, so you're going to want to post your allergy alert outside your door. And so our leader guide talks about having a waffle. You can toast or warm that waffle up. Some other things that you could consider if you don't have a waffle are pancakes. You could make those fresh if you're feeling fancy, or the frozen pancakes, um, or if you're looking for a gluten-free option or maybe something a little healthier, rice cakes could also work for that. Thanks, Suzanne. That's a great word because we definitely want to be mindful of children that may have food sensitivities or allergies and all. And so that's great to also provide that additional option. So make sure, teachers, that you are aware of that and you have the foods that the children are able to eat. There are some fun activities in our preschool resources, like there are each week. Those are some great ones that you highlighted. And so now moving on to our kids' resources, I want to highlight a few as well. And so in our older kids' guide, there is an activity called Get Rid of It. Leaders, you do not have to use marshmallows for this activity. You can substitute the marshmallows with index cards, tissue, cotton balls, or strips of paper. Then moving on to our kids' worship, there is a group activity called Defend the Cones. So this game includes throwing balls at cones with a goal of moving the cone. And so just a reminder, something you want to do before the session is to test this game out to make sure that the cones are light enough to be moved by the ball. Then for midweek, there's a group activity called Draw Your Fear. This activity includes drawing something that might scare or be frightening to a child. And so with this activity, depending on home situations, anxiety levels, and past experiences, there might be a lot of variety of drawings. And so we recognize especially now, you know, anxiety levels can be higher with children. And so be, be very sensitive to that. Be alert to that. Also, you want to be sensitive to each child and their situations. And also, just as Suzanne mentioned on one of the preschool activities, and this goes for all of our activities, if a child ever discloses abuse or neglect, you always report that to the proper authorities according to your church's guidelines and the laws where you live. And so we just want to put that as a reminder, again, just to make sure, as Suzanne was saying, that we have the safest environment possible. Those were the activities I wanted to highlight 
for our kids' resources. And then moving along to the last part of our episode where we talk about something that excites us or stands out about this session. Suzanne, let's go ahead and talk about some things that stand out to us about this session when we're teaching. So the biggest thing that stood out to me in this session was obedience and particularly obeying God and why we obey God. And I think it's going to be important to emphasize that we choose to obey God because we love him not because we want to be saved from punishment, not because, oh, we want the good things, but because we truly love God and we choose him. And so as I was thinking about that and reading through this Bible story, it made me think of a question and I thought we could talk about it briefly, but like, what do you think are some ways that kids can choose to obey God, like in their daily life? Right, so, you know, and I think it also depends on, their ages and all that. And like you said, I think this is a great opportunity for us to help them see the application of this story. How do we choose to obey God? So like you said, some of the different ways, I think, of course, we're going to say, you obey your teacher, right? No, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's very practical. You listen and you do what the teacher tells you the first time. So I know, there you go, teachers, there's an example right there that you can have to, to share with them. But other things, even more importantly, I think one very practical way is to love others, to be kind to boys and girls. I think about, you know, especially with those preschool age, we were talking about being kind, taking turns with toys, that type of thing. But I think, especially with kids and all and the older ones, you can talk about, you know, when maybe there may be a kid in your group or in your class that maybe people aren't as kind to or aren't as nice or maybe they're making fun them unfortunately we know that happens then obeying god would be to love that child that one not participating in making fun but accepting that child and how god sees them loving them for who we know that all people are created in God's image and so loving them and being kind to them. I think also that means doing what the Bible says. But I know, you know, there's so many things, but remembering what does the Bible say to do? The Bible says to tell others about Jesus. So we can obey God by telling others about Jesus. Yeah, I think all of those are fantastic examples and real life examples of ways that they can choose to obey God. And I think, too, that something to emphasize with our kids is that sometimes choosing to obey God is not what all of our other friends are going to be doing. It's not the most popular thing to do sometimes, but it is the right thing to do because, like you said, that's what the Bible is telling us to do and what God calls us to do. You know, Suzanne, it's such a great word because boys and girls need to understand that it's not always going to be easy to obey God. I think that's something to remind our leaders, you and me included, as we teach preschoolers and kids at our churches, that obeying God isn't always the easy choice, but it's always the right choice. We need to obey God because we love Him. Talking through some of these examples would be very helpful for boys and girls to be able to understand and apply what they're learning. So teachers, I encourage you to think of some age-appropriate ways of obeying God for your age group that you teach. 
So listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.